So I love technology a lot, like a lot, a lot, since I was three years old playing Solitaire and Minesweeper on my aunt's old IBM computer. I've been enthralled in this stuff, but I'm also someone that feels like technology should not be everywhere. It's great to have that option, but when car companies are selling vehicles without chips that power certain pieces of the car... And the fact that we have to have chips to power certain pieces of the car. When do things go too far? Here's looking at you, Ford. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? Okay, so in an article from MSN per The Verge, quote, Ford will soon start selling and shipping some Ford Explorers without the chips that power rear air conditioning and heating controls, end quote. And all of this is according to a report from Automotive News. So Ford will instead ship the missing semiconductors to dealers within a year, which they will then install in customers' vehicles after purchase. So apparently customers who purchase a vehicle without the rear controls, they will get a price reduction. And this is coming from a Ford spokesperson. They told this to The Verge that heating and air condition will still be controllable from the front and that customers who choose to purchase a vehicle without the rear controls will will receive a price reduction. So who choose? This is this is all all very interesting things to get vehicles that are not actually fully built, you know, and I guess my question is. Is this going to be a recall? Is this going to be something where you're called back in? How is this all going to work? How many vehicles like this are going to be sold? How are we going to know on the secondary market what we're buying? Is it going to be a series of VIN numbers? We're knowing that every Ford Explorer produced from this date to this date, they don't have these controls. There was a possibility that they didn't have these controls. We know we know that the used car market is absolutely crazy. It's bonkers. People are always looking for starter vehicles. And, you know, this comes to a larger discussion because I'm a huge fan of Tesla. Huge fan of Tesla. Model X, Model S, Model Y, Model 3. They're all they're all modern marvels. But then when I look at the underlying technology being lithium ion and batteries, I'm thinking to myself, there are classic cars out here from the 50s, 60s, 70s that are still running today on their original motors. Is there going to be a 40 year old, 50 year old electric vehicle running on its original battery? I feel like the answer to that question is no. Because we know that batteries degrade over time. Now, engines degrade over time. But if you take care of them, that degradation is slower. 
Now you can simply not you you can not use a lithium ion battery. You can just say, I'm not going to use this thing for a year. You can say that. And the life expectancy of that battery from not using it is going to go down. So when we're selling incomplete vehicles that are reliant on so many chips, a chip for this, a chip for that, a chip for this, a chip for that. I just feel like all of this technology, all of this automation, it is great in its place. But why do we have to have so much of this in our vehicles? I understand, number one, for safety, but for AC controls, do we always have to be this computerized? That is the question that I want to leave you with. Is the computerization of automotive technology, is it going too far? What is too much for you? Do you have an electric vehicle? Do you believe in all the battery technology? Do you wish we could go back to the olden days? I certainly I'm somewhere in the middle because I feel like carburetors and things of that nature. Sure, while they're fun for a weekend vehicle, they're simply not as fuel efficient, nor are they as good on the environment. But when we start getting vehicles that can, number one, be hacked, number two, have subscriptions for freaking remote start and things of that nature we start to we start to blur those boundaries of what's yours what's not and are you just do you just drive an appliance that's meant to break down and get jacked lots of questions but guys you can reach me on twitter at dexter underscore johnson ford screw you come on don't sell people incomplete cars And guys, this is something to definitely take a look at on the secondary market. Until next time, I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.